If this is your first time listening, check out the big archive, www.knowyourselfouthere.com and you can see that we've been doing episodes, SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter Lowry, Big Screen, Little Screen. Big Screen, Little Screen. Right about now, it is definitely about big screen, little screen. Something we do every week, whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms. It's where we talk about everything good on a cinema screen, your TV screens, online and everything else in between. It would be so rude if there was other people in the building. It's definitely SK Vibe Maker and movie reporter Lowry in the building. The heating is cranked and we're feeling no way about it. Lowry's paying the gas bill today. (laughs) <laughs> in the building i'm paying the gas bill raw i mean with these prices man i don't think i could do that for many months <laughs> but yeah in the building i'm doing good and i was just about to say who left the freezer open last night because it was cold i mean it's still cold this morning but have we just skipped autumn and gone straight to winter i had my heated blanket on the whole night um good investment people if you haven't got one but yeah, man, this cold is a madness. Listen, don't front on it, man. If you're going to go out there with your mittens on today, aka your gloves, it is health over swag, I swear. I'm wearing the warm clothes. I'll put my tracksuit bottoms on underneath my trousers and look a bit bulky. I'll put on that big jacket that ain't too cool that messes with the swag but i'm trying to be warm i've got the electric blanket on you're never too like people be like i'm not old enough for the electric blanket listen it's not just for old people put the heating on put the electric blanket on and be cozy in your house it's not a frostbite thing so what we got on the menu today rant is over larry what we got on the menu today is adult business today right 100 percent. we have another big show and this show it's not for the little ones. It's for us adults. Like none of what we're going to be discussing is a 12A. So little ones, follow us next week. But for the adults that are listening, <laughs> we are going to be discussing the new Marilyn Monroe biographical film called Blonde. We will be reviewing the craziest journey in an Apple TV movie called The Greatest Beer Run Ever and the release of the week for the big screen, the cinema. I've had a lot of DMs for this film. The trailer has done very well and it's called Smile and we will get into that in a moment. Where are we taking it first, Lowry? We are taking it to the little screen and before we discuss this one, here's a little snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Screen. 
Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter Larry. We are discussing everything good on your big screen, your little screen, everything else in between, aka movie and TV talk. Now, we heard a trailer. She definitely wasn't a brunette. She definitely wasn't a gingerhead. She was blonde. This film is mostly in black and white, a biographical film about Norma Jean Mortensen, a.k.a. Double M, Marilyn Monroe. Give us the lowdown, Lowry. Yeah, so that was the trailer for a biographical movie called Blonde, directed by Andrew Dominic, and it stars Anna de Armas in the lead role playing Norma Jean, a.k.a. Marilyn Monroe. And we also have Adrian Brody and Bobby Cannavale, plus many more actors featuring in this film. And basically, the movie is a fictionalized take on the life and career of American actress Marilyn Monroe. Oh, so this isn't fact. This isn't no cap. This is a fictionalized take. I didn't know that, Lowry. Yeah, so it's based on a, t- uh, a novel that came out in the year 2000 of the same name by Joyce Carol Oates. And they've basically taken that and adapted it to the big little screen for Netflix. It did have a limited uh, launch in the cinemas over here, but the main launch is for Netflix this week. Now, I like a little fact, and I've got a little fact for you, Lowry, yeah? Go I've got go my I've got my finger to my lip right about now. You know, like when you do that sort of wise thing, like when you're going to do the professor thing. So, yeah, little yeah. fact for you. The <laughs> first NC-17 rated film to be released via streaming services. NC-17, you ask yourself. That means a film that is not for anyone age 17 and under. Unlike an R or an 18 movie, which can require an accompanying parent or adult guardian for anyone under 18. This is NC-17. If you're under 18, you are not permitted to watch this legally. That, Did you know that, Larry? I, Did you know that? Do you know what? I didn't. I actually just thought it was the same as, uh, you know, an 18, you can't watch it. Uh, I actually thought all age groups, apart from a 12A, legally you weren't allowed to watch it even with an adult. So... That's a first for me. You were today uh, years old when you learnt that. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> this film is quite explicit, aka sexual. I mean, <laughs> that's why at the top Larry's of the show. Larry's speechless. That, that's why at the top of the show we said this is not this week ain't for the little ones. <laughs> this is not for the little ones. But yeah, I don't I don't really know much about Marilyn Monroe apart from you know she sadly passed away at a very young age and throughout me growing up and hearing various stories on online and you know popular media you know there's a lot of complexity to her from being one of the most popular sex symbols of the 50s and early 60s to becoming one of the top billed actresses for a decade like her films grossed around 200 million dollars which is equivalent to two billion dollars in 2021 2022 and obviously her highly publicized marriages plus many more things so and her associations with presidents yeah well maybe i shouldn't have said that (laughs) so (laughs) so um i i am keen to watch this movie um you know it may not it may depict certain things but yeah she's definitely a character that i don't know much about so i will watch this one it seems it's it's a long film it's like two hours and 45 minutes so there seems to be a lot of stuff that they're going to be putting in this movie and for it being an nc-17 boy do you reckon they're gonna have a a pin code on netflix (laughs) when you go to play it you see what i'm saying it could all be that man come on man marilyn Monroe, an icon she's a woman who made singing happy birthday the most sensual that it could ever be you know what I'm saying? Mm. If you've ever mm. seen that clip or heard about that clip of her singing happy birthday to a president, 
This is for mature audiences, for biographical movie lovers. We are talking about Blonde, which is out now on Netflix and is an NC-17, a.k.a. a hard 18. Yeah, big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Lowry. Where are we taking it next? We are keeping it on the little screen. And before we discuss this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Are you ready? What are we doing? We're going to run for our lives. We're halfway home. Halfway? I'm Chicky Donahue, and I am not supposed to be in Vietnam. Hey, get your ass out of bed, you lazy bum. Look at you, sleeping your life away. Look at these scumbags. You're embarrassing yourself, and you're embarrassing your family. Do these protesters not know that our soldiers see that on TV? I'd like to go over to Vietnam, track down all the boys in the neighborhood, and give them a beer. I could do that. Do what? Bring him beer. He's not serious. He's hammered. Look at him. The man's stone sober. That's his fifth beer, maybe. Tops. I'm going to Vietnam, and I'm bringing him beer! Yeah! Hey, Chief, no chance you have a ship heading to Vietnam. 1,700 hours. Tonight? It's not going to be easy. But I'm going to show him that this country is still behind him. You're going to get yourself killed over there. It's like you said, everyone's doing something. I'm doing nothing. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Makeup, Movie Report, Alari, Movie and TV Talk. We are we are here, we're doing it, we're just geeking out. We just heard a trailer. I'm going to Vietnam and I'm bringing a beer. Based on a true story, Larry, I feel like you've been anticipating this one and you're about to give this the most glowing review that you're ever going to give. Because you love <laughs> Apple TV+. Plus. You love it. <laughs> Larry, give us the lowdown, man. <laughs> we just heard the trailer for The Greatest Beer Run Ever. This is a biographical war comedy drama directed and co-written by Peter Farrelly. And this movie is based on the book of the same name. And it stars Zac Efron and Russell Crowe. And the film literally follows the story of Donahue, who is a young veteran who sneaks into the Vietnam War to deliver soldiers beers <laughs> as a courtesy from their friends back home. Now, you've got to put some, a bit of respect on Bill Murray's name because he's definitely in this. You said Zach Bill Murray's Ford, in, yeah. you said Russell Crowe, but Bill Murray's in there too, man. Come on, the, the Ghostbuster, he's there. Now, is this film mainly about beer? And can this really not be good with these three guys in it, man? You've got Zac Efron, you've got Russell Crowe, and you've got Bill Murray. Come on. So let me start by saying I've enjoyed director Peter Farrelly's previous work. He's done Shallow Hell, Dumber and Dumber, Me, Myself and Irene, Green Book. I mean, that won so many awards. This film was okay. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Like, I would have to say this movie is in, the, it's in a similar tone to Jojo Rabbit. I know you didn't enjoy that film, but I enjoyed that film because it balanced dark comedy with the seriousness of a world war brilliantly. And for me, this movie failed to find that balance of comedic things happening whilst trying to tell the story of the Vietnam War, which is a, a, such a serious moment in history. I enjoyed Zac Efron's performance. I felt his charm and charisma shone in this movie. And then you have Russell Crowe's character in there to counter the comedic elements of Zach's character and offer some truths, some harsh truths about the war. Aside from that, the film doesn't really explore much 
about the Vietnam War. The story is told from a point of view that we have seen before in popular media. And it kind of seems to tiptoe around some of the harsh truths that happened during the Vietnam War. Of course, this is a movie, it's from a perspective of someone who's from America, but I would have loved for, you know, a point of view from the Vietnamese side of things and blended in whilst keeping the comedic side of things to be expanded a lot, a lot more. So with that said, this is probably one of my least favorite films on the Apple TV Plus platform. You know, I, you know, I've got to keep it true, man. You know, I'm Lowry. These are the truths. I do love the platform, but every now and then, yeah, they may, they might not hit it. And this one, they haven't hit it for me. So I give this a Lowry two and a half out of five. So basically, you know, the re retainer that Apple TV Plus had Lowry on, they've decided to end the retainer and Lowry's <laughs> upset. So we stopped giving the high scores for all of the Apple TV Plus content. But it's all good. This is for the fans of biographical films, for the fans of comedy. We are talking about the greatest beer run ever. It's out the 30th of September via Apple TV Plus and is a 15. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Makeup, Move Reporter Larry. We do this every week, whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms. Remember, if you missed it live on Rinse FM, you can log on to www.knowyourselfite.com and listen back, listen back to the catalogue. We are here. We've already discussed two films. What have we discussed already, Larry? We've already discussed the big movie release on Netflix and the film is called Blonde. And we've also discussed Apple TV Plus upcoming movie, The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Now it is time for the release of the week. Did you like my movie voice, Larry? I tried my best right I there. I do like it. Maybe we should add some more echo to it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of reverb in that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time for the release of the week. Um, Larry, let them know what we're about to get into. Yo, SK, I think when our listeners watch this movie, they might think twice about <laughs> when someone is smiling at them from across the street. This is the release of the week. Horror fans... Halloween is around the corner and we are starting early. And before we get into this one, here's a little snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. What is it you like to talk about? My patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. No! Oh my God! No! Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? I've seen it too. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Makeup, Movie Reporter Larry, Rinse FM, all the digital streaming platforms. It's very easy. Every week we're in the building. We just heard a bit of a sinister trailer 
On the way into the screening, the security guy said to me, hope you enjoy the film, but don't smile. This could be the start of a new horror franchise. Just for the record, we don't do spoilers. Spoilers are for scoundrels. Lowry, give them the lowdown on what we just heard the trailer for. That was the trailer for Smile. This is a supernatural psychological horror film written and directed by Parker Finn. And this film also serves as his feature film debut. This is based on his 2020 short film called Laura Hasn't Slept. And the film stars Sozie Bacon. Yes, this is Kevin Bacon's daughter, something that I found out doing research <laughs> for this movie. Mm -hmm. And Jesse T. Usher, who is A-Train from one of our favorite tv shows called the boys and this movie follows a character called dr rose after she witnesses a traumatic incident involving a patient of hers and from this incident terrors start begin they start to begin to take over her life and she must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her new reality now as a genre horror films aren't my favorites we could go into a whole Big, big discussion about why I don't love horrors that much. But Lowry definitely loves a horror. Now, give us your breakdown and how you felt about this film. Because I know that when I was sitting next to you in the screening, I felt like I was sitting next to an earthquake. The amount of time this nah. guy was jumping. He was jumping, he was jumping, he was holding onto the chair. At one point, he put the light on and you know that you don't do that on the cinema. You put, you put his torch on on his phone. Like A lot of people was upset because we want to stay in the dark. We're watching a film. Like He's trying to put his torch on because he's scared. Larry, give him the breakdown, man. Eske, I swear you had to walk out for a bit and go to the Lego <laughs> store to, to cleanse your mind. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh. to so, the Lego store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with this film, I, I liked the idea of the terrors. It definitely felt inspired by films like The Ring, One Miss Call, that kind of eerie freakish supernatural feeling i felt the production of the movie was solid it definitely put you in the mindset of someone who is going through a psychological traumatic experience and you know the feeling of not knowing what is around the corner and who to trust there's random bursts of loud audio the film pans upside down that element of the movie i enjoyed the jump scares are good as well i didn't jump up my seat but they were good. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say like this is a horror, horror like, hor like you leave the cinema frightened type horror film. But there are some jump scenes that will, will catch you up. It lets itself down in some areas. I think the execution of the story combined with the supernatural element could have been a lot stronger. The benchmark in this genre is high. You know, you've got The Ring, Hereditary, The Conjuring, Insidious, so many top top horror films in this in this psychological supernatural world and not at any time in the moment watching the film i was like ah you got me like i was kind of kind of predicted where it was going to go even like the first 20 minutes you're like i right, kind of kind of figured out what's happening i also felt the acting was a bit wooden at times and there was one scene it's not it's not ruining the movie but it's a prison scene and that was the only scene i would say where i truly felt like scared like someone was scared in the movie and that came over like i felt that whereas majority large majority of, of the film i didn't get that so look the concept is there just the execution for me could have been better Lowry said there was only one moment in the film that he felt like someone was scared again i'm not about to give a spoiler but there's a there's a scene with the therapist um is it the therapist yeah it is with the therapist which i thought was <laughs> a bit scary but anyway Sosie Bacon she was great I love the storyline um, 
some movies in this genre don't make a lot of sense but for me this film made sense the movie score like you said the production and the sound were on point and definitely made things extra moody and tense that's what i loved about it side note kai pen who you might know from harold and kumar is definitely in a serious role in this film and for some reason i'm just waiting for him to bust a joke every time i see him on the screen yeah. and that's not to take <laughs> yeah. away from his part in this film but hey that's just how i felt cons the upside down pans I've never understood in like horror films. I just don't feel like it's needed. This is a supernatural psychological horror. It's tense, but it's just not that jumpy. And it can be kind of slow paced at times. I think the ending becomes obvious about 30 minutes from the end. That was for me. Larry said 20 minutes in, but for me, it was about 30 minutes from the end. And generally, the film is a little bit too long. I'm giving this one a three out of five. I'm, I'm slightly lower. Uh, I'm giving this a two and a half out of five. He's trying, to, he's trying to battle with me for the scores. No. But like, definitely a worth a watch and seeing on the big screen. Smile is out the 30th of September via the cinema and is at 18. It's been another great week for big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter Larry. Remember, if you want to listen back to prior episodes, www.knowyourselfouthere.com. We are out here. We're going to be back next week. Where can they find you in the meantime if they're just fiending for some of that geekish insight and the movie and TV talk? Larry, where can they find you, man? You guys can find me under my social media handle, which is at everything Lowry. Lowry spell L-O-W-E-R-Y. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter is all under that. And of course, you can find me at SK Vibe Maker, all good socials or www.skvibemaker.co.uk. We will be back next week. Lowry. Have a good weekend, man. You too, bro. Take care and see you next week. Big screen, little screen.